Hey everybody, this is Jared Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about random things. But first, it's motivation time. Hey, remember this, rich people, poor people. Poor people act rich, rich people act poor. Like my daddy always says, never quit your day job while conquering the world. And also remember this, time is money, money is time. Wasting my time, you're wasting my money. Don't waste it. Also, look, in this day and age of technology and viable communication, think positive. Every day, think positive. People always say affirmations, things that you do to keep your life going and how life can um, motivate you and stuff. What motivates you? What motivates you may not motivate someone else. If you have a dream, a lot of people say, if you have a dream, hold on to it. Don't let no one know about your dream. Here's my thing. If you have a dream, but your dream is something totally different from something that no one else has, remember this. If you want to achieve your dreams, go and achieve it. Don't let no one stop you from achieving your dreams. Let the world be your oyster, okay? And just achieve your abundantly amount of dreams. Society says that if you can be successful, if you want to own a business, I'm going to tell you right now. I hear people say, I can make millions of money. I seen this ad, it said I make millions of money doing ad revenues. But here's the catch. No matter what they tell you when it comes to being successful, he who has the gold rules the world. Money makes the world go round. So never quit your day job while conquering the world. My dad always said, my daddy always said that. And I, and I believe in that because in order for you to be successful, you gotta have money. You gotta, to have money, you gotta make money. And you gotta make money means you gotta get out there and get a job. Some people say, what do you mean? It means you gotta get a job. Doesn't matter what kind of job it is, get a job, a job, any job. Doesn't matter what kind of job it is, it's a job. Success, successful people started out doing something. I've seen some of the worst people who had jobs. They had little mediocre jobs. I know one of the most successful people started out selling Coca-Cola, selling Coca-Cola, being a, being a self-entrepreneur. He made money. He had, he had a little bit of money. He invested in himself. He bought a bunch of Cokes and he sold the Cokes and he started flipping them. That's called flipping. Yes, that was Warren Buffett. It's a little snippet about him. Now, Jeff Bezos was a financial, was, was in Wall Street. Him and his ex-wife was in Wall Street. Yes, and they became successful. Now he owns Amazon. Here's another one. Here's another tidbit. Elon Musk was a, was a businessman, financial businessman who had an idea on how he can change the world. Now, he is the richest person on the, he's the richest person in the world right now. He outbid, he outbeat Jeff Bezos. Look at this, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak created Apple. Apple's one of the premier companies. They sell the best, they sell one of the premier best products, iPhones, iPads, and Macs, yes. They had the premier products. They, Steve Jobs had, a, had, a, had an idea. He said, give a product 
He's like, give a product to people. Give a product to people. That they want. Not something they need. Something they want. Give a product that's something they want. Not they... Something that they want. Nothing that they need. He says, everyone must... Everyone wants something. In society, everybody wants a product. He says, I know. You gotta gotta feed them the need. And and make it to where it's limited. There's a guy who created um, Supreme. Supreme was a great product. It's another label. It's a skater product. Skater brand. And guess what? That product right there is a limited edition product. Couture. Words limited. It means like that. Okay? Yeah. So achieve your dream. If you say I want to open up a restaurant, let me tell you something right now. Owning a restaurant is going to be very hard. Excuse me. Ugh, I'm outdoors. Malalu. That Samoan means cold. Let me tell you a little, let me tell you a little, let me tell you a little tidbit. If you want to better yourself, learn something that you never thought you could ever learn. I'm learning a new language. Yeah, I'm taking a new language. Talofa. Malo. Malalu. That's Samoan. I'm learning a new language. Reason why? Because I want to broaden my horizon. I want to better myself. I want to become better by learning a new language. If you're into business, learn a new language. The language is you need to learn something. Educate yourself. Keep educating yourself. The more you educate yourself, the better you become. Learn something new. If you if you have to, and you just like, well, where do I start? I don't want to go back to school. Well, then go to go to the university. Go to YouTube University. You can learn a lot of stuff on YouTube. YouTube will teach you a lot of stuff about whatever you want to take up. If what you if what you're trying to achieve in life is not on YouTube, then that means you got to work twice as hard to learn that you know to learn that I'm just telling you you gotta better yourself educate yourself knowledge is the key success is by knowledge is by what you put out there oh yeah here's a little tidbit if you're reading this if you're list- reading or listening to this remember this that's what success is and that's your motivation go for it let's begin do you know that the power do you know that the mega millions is up to 600 million dollars think about what you can do with that kind of money people always say well i would keep some and i would give a lot away let me tell you something i'm a realist i'm a realist here's what i think i would i would hit the lottery first thing i would do is before i even collect my money before I even get my money, people always say, what are you going to do? Before I even get my money, I'm going to get everything in order. If I know that I won, I'm going to make sure I still have a job. Well, why quit my job? Sorry, I haven't got the check. If you have not got the check, do not quit your job. A lot of people just, I'm quitting my job. No, 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 no. Don't. 
don't quit your job. Don't quit your day job. Still have the money. Because let me tell you something. When you have those millions and you don't have a job, guess what you got to do to survive? You got to spend. And so the millions you have are going to be dwindling because it's going to come down and down. Successful rich people keep a job and still have their millions. I know there's I know there's a story I read online because I like to I like to look online and read a lot of my stuff online on social media and stuff. And this guy was a successful millionaire. Well, he wasn't a billionaire. Well, I don't know. Could be successful billionaire, successful millionaire. Well, let's say he's a billionaire. We'll go like that. A billionaire sounds better. He really was a millionaire because I don't know him personally. Um, his family was successfully wealthy. His, his successful family owned Hilton Hotels. If you know who Paris Hilton is, yeah, that family. That family right there. They were very successful. And he had a lot of money. Yes. He... Yeah, he owned Hilton Hotels. Conrad Hilton owned Hilton Hotels. Started Hilton Hotels. And here's another one. This guy right here was a member of the Mormon Church. There's there's two there's two here's a member of the Mormon Church. Not the front not not the Mormons that you hear that's all in the news for bad things. This guy right here was a fun not a fundamentalist Mormon. He was an LDS Mormon. Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. Yeah, he was that Mormon. That guy right there was J. Willard. J. Willard Marriott. Marriott Hotels. J.W. Marriott. He built an empire. Yes, and his empire split off into different branches. There's Sodexo Marriott, Host Marriott. This guy right here was successful, a genius. Created the hotel chain, Marriott Hotels. Yeah. And that company, billions. And he was a Mormon. Think about that. Some of the Fortune 500 people are church members of the LDS church. Good thing. What I'm telling you that is that, listen, success is by what you do. Educating yourself. Some people started their own businesses like um, Jeff Bezos. He started in a garage. That's how he started Amazon. He started Amazon in a rundown building. The guys who founded Sergey Brin and them, the guys who founded Google, started in a small little building, storefront up above, and they started their company, Google. Search engine. It was a, like a it was like a search engine web crawler. I'm dating my age when I say web crawler. Most people are like, what the hell is a web crawler? But that's nor, nor here nor there. That's yeah that. Yeah, they started their business that way. Now they're one, of the, they're one of the wealthiest people. Some of the most successful people had to work hard for it. They had to grind on that market to get where they're going. For you, I'm just gonna tell you, you gotta grind and grind hard. 
But what shocked me was when I saw the Powerball, when I saw the Mega Millions. Mega Millions is at 600 million. Not bad. People always say, oh, I would do this, I would do that. Yeah, whatever. I'm a realist. I get all my stuff in order. I will still keep my job. And I'm still going to work. Bitcoin's just climbing. Bitcoin's has been going up and down on the market. I'm looking at the markets. Bitcoin's have been going up. Bitcoin's have been going down. Maker marks have been going up. Maker marks have been going down. Um, uh, they've just been climbing. Cello has been doing fluctuating in more of a stable market. Um, ba basic attention tokens are going up, but then they drop about a penny. They go up about a penny or two, two up, up about two, two, three cents, and then they drop down two or three cents, maybe one cent and fluctuates. That's the way the market is. Some people say, well, I'm not going to invest in Bitcoins. I'm going to get on the market of the stock market. Listen, you can do that. But I tell people, if you're going to invest in the stock market, hit the stock market to where it's going to benefit you. Benefit the market for you and all the things that you need. You got to be able to want to do it. Oh, and if you, oh, here's a catch. If you start a company, today's age, if you start a company and you are a Christian, this is for you people who are Christians, who want to start a business. I'm going to give you some advice. And this advice, you can take it like a, with a grain of salt, but I'm going to tell you. If you are a Christian and you want to start a business, and you're putting your business as faith-based and stuff, because I'm a Christian, I, I kind of have this belief that God led me to do this, God said for me to start my business, let me give you some advice. You better be careful when you start your business. If you start your business and it's all and it's a faith-based business, don't tell people. I'm being honest. Don't let the world know that yours is a faith-based business. Reason why? Because you'll get people that are not Christians that'll say, like, like, good example. I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm a faith-based Christian. I opened up a restaurant. Okay, a really good restaurant. In this economy, yeah, you really don't want to open a restaurant because the way the economy has been shutting down. But let's just say, in a realistic world, I started my business. I owned a Christian restaurant. My, my Christian beliefs started my restaurant. You know, really good restaurant. Food's good. Service is great. Person walks in and says, hi, I would like to get a job. You said, sure, they're qualified. You know, you don't deny them they're qualified, but they get, they say, they get hired, you hire them because they're, because you're going to hire them because, I mean, you need qualified people. This person, every day, you come in because your restaurant, you turn on, you, you start playing your favorite song. You know, your favorite music, you start playing your favorite Christian music because you have a Christian radio station playing in the morning when you come in. This person comes in and this person gets offended that you're playing Christian music. But it's your restaurant. So this person gets mad because you're constantly playing Christian music but not taking account that they're not a Christian. They say, well, I'm not a Christian, so I don't listen to that kind of music. And they go to court and they take and they sue you for your business that you started because you are a Christian and they are not. So they took you to court and said that you are infringing on their rights. In this day and age, people are more subjected to sue you for the most silliest thing. Let's say 
you start a business, right? And it's a guy kind of business. <laughs> you start a business, excuse me. You start a business and it's all about you. You're a business and you hire a lot of guys. All of a sudden, it's a guy kind of business, like a, like a, like an old, like an old time from the early 20th century, early 20s and 30s and 40s, men's club type of business. It's all men, not even, not hardly any women in there. No women. Well, you hired this guy. This guy was like, yeah, I'll work here. And he comes in there and he works and he likes the place. Good job, pays good. All of a sudden, a woman comes in, do the same thing. She applies for the job. You tell her, um, I really would love to hire you, but I can't. She wonders why. And you tell her it's because you tell her, well, I would hire you, but we don't hire any women. <coughs> Excuse me. Hey, I got to quit smoking. I should quit and I need to. And she says, why? Why can't you hire me? And he says, due to, I just don't hire any women because we don't have any openings for women. She says, why don't you create a position for a woman? And she goes, you should create a business. You should create an opening for him. Well, I just don't have any. And I feel that if I do hire you, I'm just going to be honest with you. Everybody's going to, the war, I mean, it's not, it's going to be, it's going to create conflict because it's all guys and no women. I don't care. I just want a job. I'm a good person. I just want a job. So you, so you hire her and you keep her and you tell her the standards are the same. If I was hiring a man or a woman, she gets offended because the standards are too hard because she's a woman. You need to kind of cater to her. Guess what happens? She takes you to court. She gets a lawyer. She gets the ACLU, the American Civil, American Civil Liberties Union, ACLU. That's what that means. You, in return, you in return are being sued because you won't hire you won't hire her because she's a woman, and she goes and goes on the social goes on social media, goes on TV ruined your character and there's your business if it was back in the early 20s 30s early 1900s no well no we'll go like 20s the early 20s 30s 40s 50s early 50s early 50s into the late 60s yeah you can get away with that today you can't reason being is because everything has to be equal same principle if you are a woman and you open up a business and your business is just women only because you want to give women opportunities to better themselves. Guy comes in, he wants to work there. Don't know why he wants to work for a company that's ran by women, but he just wants a job. And you tell him that you only hire women and he gets offended, takes you to court. Susan says she won't hire me because I'm a guy that's not fair 
So he goes to the American Civil Liberties Union, gets a lawyer, takes you to court, sues you for everything you've got, wants to hurt your business, or he hi or you won't hire them, you won't hire this person because of their gender, because they're part of the LBGTQ. There's other letters, but we're not gonna use that. We're just gonna use the standard letters. Sorry, I don't say alphabet. We're just gonna say LBGTQ. Stands for lesbian, LB, lesbians, bi, gay, LBG, T, trans, Q, queer. That's what that means, LBGTQ. Those are, those, are, those are what the initials mean. So, that person, you won't hire them because they're the LBGTQ. You, you don't have anybody in your office that's LBGTQ or, you know, if they are, they just don't talk about it. But you decided, I'm not going to hire him. I'm outdoors. Oh, paramedics. You hear that background? That's the paramedics flying by because I'm outdoors. But you, you see what I'm saying? The principle is, and so... That person feels that you should hire them because they're because they're part of the LBGTQ. And since you won't hire them, they in return they in return they in return will take you to court. Sue you because of defamation because you won't hire them because they're LBGTQ. They've been doing a lot of lawsuits like that. And a lot of people who are honest, just wanna open a business, can't open a business because you won't hire this person because of that. Or, I've seen this one happen too. You start a business and the person, it's all, person is a felon. Well, that's a, a gimme. You, you have to hire felons. Um, you have to hire a person. If they're qualified, you have to hire them. You don't, I mean, you have to hire them. They say you have to. You know, they say this person is qualified, why don't you hire them? Well, because I don't have anybody in the LBGTQ in my company. Well, then you need to start opening that door. You need to start opening, you need to be more inclusive. That's what they're gonna say. So, to be honest with you, you gotta be careful. So, if you're gonna start a business, Gotta, gotta start looking at the avenues of how you're gonna start your business. So, if you're gonna start your business, make sure that if it's a, that if your business is a faith-based business, make sure you don't let the world know that your business, unless you, because you can't put your religious beliefs on your employees, that's the catch. Or your political views. There was a company that was on the news in Florida Yeah, this is a good one. Y'all gotta hear this. This guy was a Republican. Die-hard Trump Republican. Yeah, go figure. Yeah, he was. He told all his employees he would give them the day off so they can vote for Trump. Gave everybody bonuses to vote for Trump. And he said that if Trump didn't get in office, he's shutting the place down. Did he shut the place down? I don't know. I didn't hear no more about it, but I did know that he did say he was going to shut the place down because he had he was a, he was a diehard Trump Republican. Had a flag out there, Trump and everything. People were like, we had to see that for that because he's the owner. He could do that. Yeah, that's true. 
You can do that. If you're the owner, you can do that. But it's a gray area. And, you know, if you're trying to get your vendors and stuff and your supplies and stuff, sometimes suppliers, sometimes your religious and political views can hinder your business. Be careful on that, all right? I'm just telling you, be very careful. I'm just telling you, be very careful when it comes to your business. Because your business is your, is your precious baby and you're trying to produce a product. Now, I will tell you this. This is something that no one has ever told, talked about. Let's just say you want to start a business. We'll, we'll, we'll go from ground zero. Let's say you want to start a business. Let's say Let's say, let's say you want to start a business. The business you want to start is something that no one has ever started. Let me give you some advice. And this is the advice that I will tell everyone. If you're going to make your, if your product's going to be made in America, you're going to make a product like electronics or tech product, like electronics, appliances or anything that you're going to make that's going to better the world make sure it's made here in america make sure all your parts are made in america uh, don't get it made in china i'm not saying china's bad trust me because i buy a lot of stuff from china i always do but what i'm telling you is if you say you make a let's say you make a a TV. This TV was made here in America. It was like because most TVs were built in America. Let's say you make a TV, a new design TV, or you make a new design computer, or better yet, you make a new cell phone. This cell phone was better than any cell phone, better than Apple, better than Samsung, which is made in Korea, made in Korea, LG, Korea, the company, it's out of Korea, <coughs> LG, 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 Korea, Korea, no, that's, I think that LG is China, L LG is Japan, might be, might be, but we'll, we'll just go like, it's made in a foreign country, the headquarters, foreign country, you make this product, and this phone is the best cell phone on the market. Very good quality. You drop it, that baby right there will not break at all. Good, service is good, the phone's good, battery life is good. Here's the problem. The parts that you need are only made in China. The parts that you need to build your phone is made in China because you build a prototype using Chinese parts because that's what that's the only place you can get. Now, you decide that you want to mass produce it at a cost, at a low cost. Do you know that iPhones are made in China? They're made in China. And Apple is a US company. All their, their, their phones are designed here, their phones are built their prototypes are built in the research and development lab 
and the US. But they got labs everywhere, but their main concept is in the US. But, but, that's why I'm keep saying the but, but the manufacturer in China, okay, they have a strenuous quality control. So let's say, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, I, I need to quit smoking. I should. I really need to, but I shouldn't. Well, we'll, we'll get back to that. It's nor here or there. Let's just say you decide that you're going to have it manufactured in China. You have a quality control that's really rigorous. So all those phones that don't pass the quality inspection that you set forth, guess what happens? It gets thrown in a bin. Didn't pass quality, throws in a bin. Well, all those products that are thrown in a bin being manufactured by the manufacturer because you can't control the products that are being manufactured. You can't. You only get what you paid for so that what you paid for will be manufactured here will be manufactured here to your to your specs and your specs are really rigorous so your rigorous inspections good so let's say out of a hundred phones out of 200 phones 50 of them didn't pass inspection well those 50 phones get thrown in a bin the 150 get shipped out to you because those passed your passed your test so you get your phone you got 150 phones they okay they they make 50 more boom boom those 50 pass so you got your 200 phones well those 50 let's say out of they got it got up there let's say 200 250 phones you got 200 phones 400 phones didn't pass your inspection total 400 400 phones they made only 200 pass your inspection the other 200 didn't pass your inspection guess what happens to those phones those phones get thrown in the bin and the company has to recuperate for those mistakes so guess what they do they start retweaking them and selling them as knockoffs look just like your phone but it's not your phone that's the thing about china they make knockoffs or as the world would say replicas but not when it comes to phones only like in watches purses and clothing and stuff like that because there's a lot of companies there's like China has a whole city has a whole has a whole city I would say a city I think it's a city that actually they make nothing but replicas they make knockoffs of everything and they sell it to the market why because it's a billion dollar industry so be leery of your products you can have it made in China I hear when I watch on um, Shark Tank, we can get this made. I know a Chinese supplier that can make this for such and such a price. Here's the problem. It's made in China. Nothing's made in the US or nothing's made in Britain or nothing's made in Russia or nothing's made in um, Ukraine. Nothing's made in Ireland. Nothing's made in France. Nothing's made in Canada anymore or nothing's made in Mexico anymore or Brazil, or Chile, or, or Argentina, or Colombia, or Guatemala. It's made in China, or, yeah. Or it's made in like India, or made in Bangladesh. You know, places like that. Or it's made in Taiwan. Do you know HTC? Great cell phone company. The headquarters 
is in Taiwan. The lady was, a, was from the US who started the company, her and her husband or something. Yeah, whatever, no here or there. It's no here or there. That's why I said it's random. My podcast is all random. So it's all random, different facts. So you can look that up if you want to look it up. Yeah, HEC. Yeah. Yeah. We used to be the most powerful country. Yeah, the reason why I say that is that 90% of our products, 90% of American products are made in China. The only thing that's not made in China is things that we um, put together. Nothing, you know, everything is mostly made in China. I, I, went, to the, I went to the local box store. I say box store because that's like a good thing. Box store. Do you know that right now, most power, 90% of, most 90% of our power tools are made, are made in China? Some companies are, some manufacturing companies will manufacture the products here. Or there's some companies that will manufacture it in Germany. Germany is a really good company. They make really good products. Their products are really good. They have strenuous, really good, rigorous testing and they make their products really good. That's good. You know, it's a good thing, manufacturing there. The, the catch is, is what you do. You know, everything is a global economy, global market products. Do you know that Boeing, Boeing makes airplanes, aeronautics and stuff. Also, Lockheed Martin, they make um, a lot of the helicopters. They make a lot of the helicopters and stuff. Um, they make North, Northrop Grumman's. Used to be Northrop Grumman is a combination. Lockheed Martin is a combination of Lockheed Defense Company and Martin Defense Company, and Boeing. Boeing, Boeing is a conglomerate. Was the old McDonnell Douglas, and um, in the aging of technology and everything. And so, do you know that a lot of the products that Boeing uses, a lot of the components on a Boeing plane. Guess where it's manufactured in? China. I used to work for a company. I used to work for a company that makes seats, seat framing. And did you know that all, do you know that all the screws and bolts that we used was not made in America? The bolts and stuff that we used were made in China. They were made, they were made in China from a Canadian supplier who, who got all the, the screws and everything were Chinese made. Manufactured in China because it was cheaper. Instead of getting it manufactured in America, it was cheaper because of one problem that the US has. And that was because of unions. Unions is a good thing and a bad thing, but you know, it's not, not here or there and I digress. I'm not gonna go into that. I'm not gonna talk about the union because I, I believe in unions, but all you know, all 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 U.S. auto makers who make cars, U.S. car makers that make cars here in America, their product, their parts are made in other countries. Like I, I looked at a car that was made by Ford. Their braking system was made in Ireland. Their airbags were manufactured in Japan. Were manufactured from a. From a Jap was, was from a Japanese um, airbag manufacturer who, manuf who had their products made in China. 
Not saying China's bad. No, ne never say that's bad. I'm just saying you got to look at that. Everything is not actually, it's a symbol in the U.S. And there are some parts that were made in Canada. And there were a lot of parts that were made in Mexico, that were manufactured in Mexico. But the car was assembled in the U.S. See? There, you're never going to find an actual car that's manufactured, that the parts are made in America. Now there's a company, there's a, um, there's a thing like, say for instance, if you're, you're a collector of classic cars and you get a car that has a carburetor, you know, like a carburetor, one of old classic cars, the 70s and stuff with the old carburetor, not the old fuel injected, newer models uh, today. And you get a car that's manufactured like that around the 70s or 60s, like a, like a Chevelle, um, a Cobra, a Mustang, a Pony, a Pontiac, Firebird, a Thunderbird, Lincoln Continental, Cadillac, Eldorado, Fleetwoods, stuff like that. Or a Chrysler LeBaron, stuff like that from the old days. You know, drop tops, stuff like that. Aftermarket, to get parts for those cars, you have to get aftermarket parts. And those aftermarket parts are manufactured out of China. The reason why, because they're the only company that does manufacture. The U.S. doesn't. They should, they don't. Like Holley's and Elebrox are the same. It's just the way they design them. Same carburetor, just a different design. KLM's um, braking, Rancho braking systems are not manufactured in America. Parts of it is manufactured in third world, manufactured overseas. Reason being, it's cost effective. See, that's the thing about things. See, now people are looking at cost. How to make more of a profit for everything and what you do and everything. So that's what that is. It's called making a profit. So now I'm about to close this because I got to go. Yeah, I got to go because I got to go to work. Yeah, hey. Like I said, never quit my day job while trying to conquer the world and I'm not quitting my day job because I do need my day job in order to maintain quality of life. For all of you out there who listen to my podcast, I want to say thank you if you listen. I want to say thank you. I want to say a special to all the people out there who are having a tough time in this economy. Stay strong. Stay, stay, stay strong. Reevaluate your career, reevaluate your life, put everything in perspective, and try to do you. My son's aunt always says, You do you, boo boo, meaning that you need to take care of you. Start with self. If you feel that you are at a rock and a hard place in society, and because you can't find gainful employment in the world because of this economy, you might have to do something that I wouldn't, I would tell everyone. In order to be, in order for you to achieve your dreams, you might have to take something that you really don't want to. You might have to take a job. You might have to work a minimum wage job. I would say do it. As long as you're bringing in something. As long as you be able to pay your bills. Your gas, light, water, utilities. That's what I mean, utilities. Gas, light, and water bills. Make sure you be able to pay those. And rent and maybe have some leftover for food. You might have to suffer a little bit. You might, have, you might have to stop buying the name brand food products and buy off brands, the store brands and stuff, generics and stuff. Hey, if you have to buy generic food products and stuff like that, listen carefully. Buy you a bunch of spices. Buy a bunch of spices. 
buy a bunch of, buy your spices, your salt, your pepper, and your sugar. That's spice. Salt, pepper, and sugar is spice. Then buy your flavorings. Flavorings are like the basil, your basil, your coriander leaves, coriander seeds. For those who don't know what those are, coriander leaves is cilantro. For Mexicans, they call it cilantro. Everyone else is coriander leaves and coriander seeds and stuff like that. Your thyme, your oregano, your anaís, stuff like that, your, your, um, your chote spices, your chote flavorings and stuff, those are flavorings. Buy that stuff. Stock up on your stock up on flavors. Stock up on, stock up on your flavorings and stuff. Onion powder, not onion salt. We're not talking about onion salt. We're talking about onion. We don't buy onion salt or garlic salt. No, no, that's like way too much sodium in your food. Just like onion powder, garlic powder, your vanilla and stuff like that. Buy that stuff. Stock up on that stuff. Then buy the generic food products. Buy the off-brand food products. When you start cooking, add that stuff to it to, to make it taste good. Add, the, add those flavorings to make it taste really good. I'm telling you that is because that's what you need to do in order for you to survive. You can buy off-brand food products. Just You just got to get your spices and your flavorings to, to make it taste really good. Do that until you're able to become a little more money to where you can buy name brand products. If you want, you can also go on social, you can also go on like, you can go on Google, you can go on Google search or you can download mobile apps like um, Yumly or the Food Networks food app and, and it, all kinds of recipes and stuff on how to make stuff really good. Make your food products good, make your food taste good, make everything a little better, better yourself, you know, you know, you know, in, in stress. And, and, and I'm telling you, I'm going to stress this, buy stuff that in bulk, like um, beans. Beans will hold a long life shelf life. Buy a lot of beans. They'll hold a good shelf life. Rice. Rice will hold a good shelf life. I wouldn't say buy potatoes unless you buy like potato flakes or potato, you know, potato powder, potato flakes. And what all else fails, if you have all else fails, put this in your cabinet. Baking mix. Bisquick's baking mix or the off-brand baking mix. You can also get Jiffy baking mix. You want that. The, why I say buy that? Because that's a multi-purpose baking product. You can also find the recipe on how to make Bisquick baking mix. You can buy that too, but if you just don't want to make it yourself, you can just buy a box of baking mix. You need that. And buy a, buy a thing of oatmeal. Oatmeal will hold a good shelf life. Because you can use oatmeal for just about a lot of things. You can make oatmeal cookies. You can have oatmeal for breakfast in the morning. You can use oatmeal for like a streusel topping for stuff like that. Get a can. Got a whole bunch of cans of fruit. Make a streusel topping. Boom. That's oatmeal, sugar, brown sugar, which is also a spice, and some butter. Mix that together. Sprinkle it on top and bake it. See, that's a streusel topping. Hey, good recipe. You can do that. And put that on top, mix it, make it all, make it better. Use all your fruits that you don't have. There you go. You got a dessert. You can also just mix and stuff like that. Do that. You know, if you have to buy, if you're so used to buying Folgers coffee, but you can't afford it because the economy is kind of a hurting thing, buy the off-brand. Hey, if you got to have your coffee intake because you love coffee, hey, buy the generic coffee. 
just buy the stronger generic coffee. Don't buy the really, really cheap stuff. Buy like off-brand coffee. Buy an off-brand coffee. Make sure it's a French, French, like a French roast. That's stronger, so you can do it that way. So if you want to have your strong coffee, buy a breakfast blend, whatever. Buy your coffee, buy your off-brand creamers. If you're used to buying international creamers, you know, whatever, buy the off-brand. Whatever you do, just, you know, make sure you be able to have, in the beginning, it's gonna be really nasty. It's gonna begin, it's gonna be tasting really funny, nasty looking, but you gotta get used to it. Once you get used to it, it's like second nature. You'll never tell the difference, okay? It's like buying soda. If, you, if you're used to buying um, soda, you know, you know, buy the off-brand. You know, if you got kids, buy the generic stuff. Because your kids will go through that stuff like running like, like white on white rice. Seriously, do that. All right. All right. So that's a little tip on helping you to um, achieve, help you in this world of pandemic. All right. This is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And I'm going to tell you right now. Look, I love each and every one of y'all, and I hope each and every one of y'all prosper and be better. Hey, if you got a time, live life, be good. This is Bravo 6 Going Dark.